Welcome to the No Meh Movies Podcast. This is going to be a little bit of a different episode because Darren is on vacation. That's right. He's getting some well-deserved time off. And I wanted to keep bringing you guys content in the meantime, you know, until we come back with season two. I thought it'd be an opportunity to talk about some movies I've seen recently. I don't get to the theaters that often. Even now and then, I could sneak away and get to a movie in the theater. Or I can convince my wife to go see a movie in the theater. And maybe I'll be talking about just some movies that I wanted to catch up on that didn't really qualify as meh movies. But I wanted to watch them, and it gives me a chance to talk about them with you guys. So the movie that I'm going to talk about this week is a movie I got a chance to see in the theaters. I saw it a few weeks ago. We were at a wedding out of town and had some time to kill. So we said, hey, let's go see a movie. Let's go see something that's going to make us laugh. So we went and saw Britney Runs a Marathon, which right now is scoring an 88% on Rotten Tomatoes and is scoring a 6.8 on IMDb. So definitely above the meh movie line. So I'm going to you know, run through our typical categories, but I don't have as many detailed notes about this movie as I normally come armed with. You guys know I love to bring my facts, my quick picks, and everything to this podcast, but I can't take a notebook with me into the movie theater. So I'm going to go a little bit off my memory, a little bit off my thoughts. First off, a quick uh, spoiler warning. Spoiler warning for Britney Runs a Marathon. I'm going to try not to spoil the whole movie. But I am going to be getting into a little bit of spoilers and a summary in case you guys saw it earlier in the summer or you haven't seen it yet. Britney Runs a Marathon is about Britney and she's kind of a party girl in New York City, doesn't really have her life together, is a little bit out of shape according to her doctor and her doctor convinces her that she needs to lose a little bit of weight. She at first is hesitant at first, is a little put off, offended by it, but eventually, uh, a, seeing a neighbor and seeing how much a gym membership costs, she decides she's going to try running, and she ends up meeting up with some other people that are also struggling with running for different reasons, and together, they kind of form this bond, form this group, and as the title tells you, they try to run a marathon. This movie is also... Uh, about something much more than that. And I think it really is a look at kind of the millennial in their late 20s stage of life, which uh, me and Darren are slightly above millennials, but you know we kind of understand a little bit where they're coming from. So the first question, of course, is uh, was I entertained? Absolutely, I was entertained by this movie. And this movie really hits the comedy. If you watch the trailer and you think, is this one of those movies where... All the jokes are in the trailer, and I'm not going to laugh You know, once I'm actually in the theater. Nope. Don't worry about it. This is a funny movie, and it comes from everybody, led by our lead actress, Jillian Bell, but the laughs really come from everybody. It's a really well-rounded cast. Now, did the movie do what it was supposed to do? You know, Darren loves looking at the genre, and this one's listed as an American comedy drama. So as I said, it hit the comedy. It definitely did what it was supposed to do there. As far as the drama goes, this is where I think people are going to start to have some questions where this movie might settle a little bit lower on Rotten Tomatoes as it ages because the drama, like I said, is yes, focused on this girl trying to accomplish this mission of running a marathon and also improving her life, but it's also focused very heavily on 
you know, what millennials are going through today. And it runs from everything from her roommate to her love interest. So her roommate, played by Alice Lee Gretchen, is trying to become like Instagram famous. She's trying to become a social influencer. Me and Darren can relate to this a little bit because we're trying to become famous from a podcast. But I don't think we're taking it as seriously as Gretchen takes it in the movie. Her whole life is wrapped up in, you know, how many followers she has. You know, the the posts that she's making to her social media accounts. Her love interest in the movie, Jern, played by Utkarsh Umbadkar. So Brittany gets a job working as sort of like a house sitter, dog watcher for this rich uptown, you know, fancy condo place. And it turns out he's the night guy. And it also turns out, and here's where the spoilers start, it turns out he's been living there. So now we've got someone who should be doing something with their life, has a college degree, and is just putzing around, literally putzing around in a rich guy's apartment. The other kind of young person that we have is uh, Micah Stock, who plays Seth. And Seth is the other runner that she meets that is also struggling, that also needs a little bit of inspiration to get going. And he's struggling struggling with his image. He is a gay father. And in the movie, he says that his son doesn't see him as manly. So he is trying to run to prove to his son that he's athletic, that he also has a manly side. So we also get this a little bit of a take. It isn't, it isn't delved into too deeply it's that one is very much left on the surface and then kind of left alone as just his reason for being out there and this movie doesn't have much to say on gay culture and you know can you still be manly if you're in a gay relationship so i'm not going to go there either Uh, as far as i'm concerned you can be whatever you want to be in whatever relationship you are in But for Micah Stock's character, he just wants to prove to his son that he can be athletic. Whether it's manly or not, he wants to prove that he he is athletic and he can do something like this. So this is where the drama is. It's in this everybody trying to improve their life in some way, in some fashion. As far as the drama goes, I'm not sure the movie really gets to where it wants to get to. As far as our main character, however... Brittany, it definitely gets there. The drama for Brittany comes in, and I'm going to try to do this in a non-spoilery way, but as you can imagine, in all of these kind of uh, dramedies, in all of these rom-coms, kind of, you know, styles of movies about young adults, in the third act, things get dark. That's just how they go. Any movie like this, things get dark in the third act. In this movie, it takes that, eventual dip into darkness you feel it coming in the theater like in the second act things are going too good you kind of feel something's coming this is where i thought the movie struggled a little bit it's not too believable there's kind of two things that happen to her one's physical one's more of an image uh problem you know a a self-doubt kind of thing and i felt like both were forced I did. I felt like she was on a really good path. She had a strong group around her. And then, you know, things fall apart in Act 3. And I don't, I don't, I don't see why. I don't see why, you know, the story didn't earn where it went, I think, with that decline uh, into the drama. So, I don't know if it did it for me there. 
I've talked a lot about the cast. I also want to shout out Michelle Watkins, who played her neighbor, Catherine. Catherine is the one that motivates her to run because she sees Catherine running. But also, Catherine is really the one that motivates her to improve her life. Catherine also has some serious demons and some serious struggles. And seeing that, seeing that someone can still be out there running, working every day to try to improve their life, even though they have these demons that are, in truth, much darker than Britney's, is kind of what gets Britney off her ass and gets her going. So, Catherine, I really enjoyed that character, and I thought she was a good addition to this story. So, those are kind of my thoughts, you know, as far as successes and failures go. I thought that the relationship between the runners was a real big success, I really liked how Brittany, Catherine, and Seth kind of pulled together to form this group. A fail for me is... Now, he's entertaining, but she has a sister and a brother-in-law who she says that the brother-in-law raised her, was like a father to her, and that is uh, Demetrius, played by Lil Rel Howery. He's very funny. I'm not taking that away from him. However, I didn't understand the relationship at all because he seems within the same age or within five years of her. I guess the only way that relationship works is if it's her sister's high school sweetheart or even middle school sweetheart and he's just been around that long and always been a few years older and always been looking out for her. I think that's what they were trying to say. But she really lays on thick that this man is the real father figure in her life. And... None, none of those scenes work. They they Skype a lot or, you know, video chat back and forth a lot. And she goes and visits them at their house. And none of those scenes really work for me. The relationships just didn't feel there. As much as the relationships in New York City felt real and worked for me. So there's my big fail for the movie. I will say my wife had a fail, which is she just didn't see running the marathon has a big enough thing to overcome, a big enough challenge to overcome for the climax of the movie. She she understands how hard running a marathon is. It's not that we didn't think that running the marathon is a hard thing to do. It's just for everything we've learned about this character, she wanted to see her climb a bigger hill emotionally uh, in her personal life and, and get somewhere by the end of this movie that... Just running the marathon uh, felt like uh, like there are bigger problems in the world that people are facing. So that was my wife's point of view on the movie. That give you a second point of view besides mine this week on Britney Runs a Marathon. So speaking of other points of views, let's take a look at what the critics say. And let's see uh, you know, if we agree or disagree with some of these fresh or rotten reviews. So let's start with the fresh reviews. So this is from Michael Phillips from the Chicago Tribune. Michael says, The movie succeeds because Belle succeeds. It's gratifying to see a so-called character actress with reliably deadly comic timing loosen up, stretch out, and learn what it means to carry a movie. Now, if you've been following Julian Bell's career, she's played a lot of small kind of comedic parts that every time she shows up, she steals the show. And I have not been following her too closely. I wasn't too familiar with any of her work before this. But I got to say, as far as carrying a movie goes, absolutely. 
absolutely do I buy Jillian Bell as a comedy actress that we can see be making movies for the next 10, 15 years. She is going to be in your theaters a lot. She's going to be on your Amazons and your Netflixes and your Disney Pluses and your Hulus a lot. So get ready for her because she is. She's a comedic force. She Her timing is really good, whether it's the subtle humor, the subtle jabs, whether it's the bigger stuff, like in the trailer when the doctor tells her she needs to lose 55 pounds. She says, that's basically a Siberian Husky. You want me to pull a working dog's weight off of me? The big jokes like that, timing's great. The little things that she kind of says under her breath or mutters to people or little jabs she has, timing is perfect on that too. So I agree, definitely agree with Michael here. She definitely carried this movie. Anne Hornaday from the Washington Post, another fresh review. And again, I'm not sure if this is a fresh one. Brittany runs a marathon is perfunctory, idealized, sometimes awkwardly composed, almost always predictable, but it stays the course with admirable grit and more than a few entertaining grins. I I don't know how she considers this a fresh review, but Anne, I don't think uh, I don't think anything is idealized here. I mean, Brittany never once, I will tell you that Jillian Bell, Brittany never once makes running look good in this movie. Like, Nike is not going to be hiring Jillian Bell to do the next campaign for their next running shoes or Under Armour. I think they should. She could probably make a very funny campaign for him. But, like, you're not going to, it's not that, like, you know, slow motion, sweat glistening off a perfectly tan body. Like, that's not it. There's there's nothing being idealized here. It's a normal person sweating their butt off, trying to make it through the streets of New York, through Central Park, and survive the run, whatever it was. You know, uh, one of the runs we see around is just a two-mile run. So, yeah, I don't think anything about running is idealized here. Awkwardly composed? I never felt that way. I, I thought that the movie actually was pretty well composed it's a first time director this movie is directed by paul downs colizio it, it actually uh he wrote it it was inspired by he knows the real britney and decided to write this movie i don't think anything was awkwardly composed actually it seemed pretty smooth clean movie as far as the directing and the shooting goes almost always predictable i'm telling you guys it's not it's you are gonna get into the third act and things are gonna happen and yeah there are some things in there that I was literally staring at the screen going, I ooh, I did not see this. Ooh, this is and, and you know that might have been the places where the drama where the drama didn't work for me. And it didn't work because I didn't see it coming. I just it didn't work for me. But I will tell you that this movie does take some turns that you will not see coming. All right, let's check out one of the rotten reviews. Leah Pickett from the Chicago Reader. A lot of reviews from Chicago this week says, I too admire Colizio's effort, but in the end found myself ruminating on why I was expecting to cheer at the finish line. So again, I think Leah is saying a little bit about what my wife said was, you know, this whole marathon thing. Should I be standing up cheering? Did Brittany really accomplish enough? No, I think so. I, I, I was wrapped up enough in what was happening to Brittany and her struggles with her image, and her struggles with her weight loss, and her struggles with her life, where her life was. So, yes, the marathon seems like a small mountain to climb, but I think she's doing some other things in the background. I think you can see things turning around in her life. 
And I feel like she's a different person by the end of the movie, which is what you want to see in these kind of movies. All right, critics. Thank you very much. That does it for our Rotten Tomatoes reviewers. And I guess it's time for me to pitch a sequel, huh? Boy, what could you do after Britney runs a marathon? Should we do Britney runs cross country? Britney runs a triathlon? Bike swims? Runs? You would have to give Britney some other physical challenge to overcome. Okay, I think I got a sequel. And it's something I mentioned at the beginning, but it has to do with Micah Stock's character, Seth. As I said, he is a gay dad who was running to try to prove something to his son. And it just, it does not get explored enough. It's given as his motivation, but it doesn't get explored. And I think that's what you do with a sequel. Now, whether Seth is running another marathon or Seth is, I don't know, playing on a flag football team, I obviously he's doing something athletic. So let's call it Seth plays on a flag football team. But I think that this movie brought it up. And so it should take the time to address what manliness means to someone who's in a gay relationship, to someone who has a son, to someone who wants to be a dad and wants to prove to their son that they can be, whether it's a strong dad or a fun dad or an athletic dad, you know, whatever image of a dad they're trying to portray to their son, that both partners in that relationship could be that. You know, we don't have to fall into gender roles of a relationship where, you know, one person's the manly one and one person's the more feminine one. If they're in a gay relationship, let's see what it's like for them to try to raise their son and both show their manly sides or their feminine sides or whatever sides they want to show to their son. So that's what I would do with a sequel. I would focus on Micah Stock's character because I thought he did a really good job. Uh, most of this cast is very young. They have not their careers are kind of just getting going. You might have seen them in a few little things here and there, but there's a lot of room to grow for all these actors, and I'd like to see what Micah Stock could do with a sequel. So there it is. Seth plays flag football. Now, I don't have any nitpicks because I, I, you know, I'm not taking notes, like I said, in the theater. I do have some good trivia for you. I will start out with... So one of the big questions is in this movie is how to get into the, into the New York City Marathon. And I will tell you that it sounds like it's a little easier to get into the New York City Marathon than the movie makes it seem. So basically, the movie's right. You can't enter into a drawing. But there's all these other ways to do it. You can run for something called Team for Kids, which is a charity. You can run for another charity partner that can then buy spots. So charities can basically buy spots in the New York City Marathon and then for people that work for their charity, give those spots away to them. So you can run for a charity. If you're an international runner, that doesn't really apply to Brittany. If you've run in 15 plus New York City marathons, you're automatically in, again, does not apply for Brittany. She's a new runner. Qualify based on time. You can go run other races that fall within the, it's the NYRR. I don't know what the NYRR stands for. You can run in 10Ks and half marathons and other things. And if your time qualifies, you get in. Now, like I said, Brittany is not the model runner. She's not a superstar runner by the end of this thing. I don't think she would have qualified based on time. But it's an option that never really gets explored. You can claim a deferred entry. That doesn't apply to Brittany. You can participate in New York 
NYRR's 9 plus 1 program, where you run in nine different events and then volunteer at one event, probably passing out water at the start line or at the finish line, and you can get in that way. Or you could just be an elite runner. If you're like a superstar runner, you're in. Like, if you have an agent because you're that good at running, you're in. So if any of our listeners out there have run in the New York City Marathon and you've gotten in one of these ways, tweet at us. Tell us about your experience and no meh movies because I'd like to hear about it. I, I think it's interesting. I do 5Ks myself. I've done a couple of 5Ks with my wife. I'm, you know, I got my goals. I got my times I'm trying to beat, but that's as far as I've gone with my running. All right. How about a few more pieces of trivia for Brittany Runs a Marathon? So, Jillian Bell lost 40 pounds during the filming of the movie, which is really impressive. And uh, you do, you can notice, you see it in her face, um, you know, the weight between different scenes. And, I, you know, a lot of male actors get credit for the drastic things that they do to their bodies. Uh, Christian Bale, especially. I mean, he's the poster boy for changing the shape of his body for different roles. So let's give Jillian Bell a little credit here because clearly she worked her butt off for the filming of this movie. And I don't know I don't know if she put on weight to then take it off. I don't know what she had to go through, but she did lose 40 pounds during the filming of the movie. Now, one of the fun things is that the cast and crew actually got to film at the New York City Marathon, which makes it the first time a non-documentary film crew has been allowed to shoot there. And actually... People were confused. They kept seeing movie cameras around her and just assumed that some kind of documentary was going on. They didn't know that an actual, you know, studio movie, well, bought by a studio, but a studio movie was actually being filmed there. Now, this is detail work. So, Jillian Bell worked with a marathon trainer to help her figure out how her running style would look and evolve throughout the film as she goes from a novice to an experienced runner training for long distances. That's some nuanced work. I got to give her credit there. We gave credit to the girls in Coyote Ugly because they had an actual bartending trainer on set to teach them how to flip bottles the right way to look like a real bartender. So we definitely got to give credit here to Jillian Bell because, yeah, I think there is a difference in style between when you're just starting out and then you kind of realize what your stride should be, um, you know, how your arms should be moving while you're running. There is a little bit of difference. You learn as you go a little bit. So I thought that was cool. So that's all my trivia for Brittany Runs a Marathon. And I'm going to say, I'm going to wrap it up by saying it is a good movie. It is a very good movie. It is inspiring. It is funny. Yes, there are some weak parts in the drama. And I think you will overlook that when you're sitting in the theaters. I think, like me, you'll be like, okay, like this scene isn't working, but let's get back to it. And the movie does get back to it. And you'll be satisfied in the end. So I hope I haven't spoiled it too much. I hope if you haven't seen it yet, you can go out and enjoy it. But that's my review of Britney Runs a Marathon. I hope you've enjoyed this little side session, this little bonus episode from me. Darren will be back in a few weeks. We're going to, like I said, record a few more episodes, stock up a few movies, and then get back. In the meantime, hopefully I can keep coming to you with these shorter episodes and... Keep your drive to work or walking the dog or, hey, if you listen to us while you're running, then uh, hopefully this episode inspired you and uh, hopefully we entertain you while you're doing all those things. So thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for supporting the show. You can follow us on Twitter at No Meh Movies. You can follow me on Twitter at Davey Barris. 
share the show share it with friends share it with family let people know let's see for season two if we can double our audience if all of you out there that listen to us tell one person about us let's see if we can double our audience for season two really appreciate you guys we appreciate you listening and the next time your friends ask about a movie take a stance and tell them if the movie is good or bad because on this show there are no meh movies